Welcome to episode 312 of the show. Hopefully I have my numbering correct. Now before we begin, uh, apologies again, because even though this time I have the children under control, uh, my neighbor um, runs a kitchen in his house, a commercial kitchen. So if you're a long-term listener, a long-time listener rather, you are aware of the um, adventures we've been having over here. You know, the whole thing of having um, a kitchen right next to the house. So, you know, you wake up in the morning and then people are cutting fresh fish or disemboweling a cow or turkeys or whatever. So that's just uh, part of the adventures that we have um, of living in uh, Abuja. So even though it's um, zoned as a residential place, you know, we do have people who um, run um, commercial enterprises out of their houses. And, uh, well, I guess those of you who live in Lagos are also familiar with this uh, kind of, um, what will I say, indiscipline? Anyway, so those are just part of the adventures that we face, and it's just um, everyday life. So anyway, currently, the cooks um, next door, they're having a quarrel. It's some domestic thing, and one person is uh, threatening to take off a wrapper and get in a fight or whatever. I've done my best to try and make um, this place nice and comfy, close the windows, you know, make sure everywhere is insulated. But just in case you hear some of the... Um, rockers coming in the background that is um, what it's about so hopefully the um, juicy fight that is going on over there hopefully it's not going to be so juicy that it will distract you from the meat of things that we are going to discuss on the show so um, with that out of the way let's get straight into the meat of what we're going to talk about today so most folks think that discounting is a good way to increase your sales and if you look at it in a certain way I guess it is because the average thing that happens if you have any kind of um, decent inquiries going on is that uh, you discount your prices, you get more inquiries, and then you get in more sales in a certain sense. Some people might say that no, that yes, you're getting more inquiries and you're getting more bookings, but the overall revenue that you're getting is going down. And yes, those people are correct, but let's not get into that um, uh, accounting magic over here. Let's just worry about whether if you de discount your prices, you're going to get more inquiries and you're going to get more sales, at least in a nominal sense. We're not talking about what your overall revenue is now. And in fact, I have seen that magic happen back uh, during one of the bridal um, expos. This was before coronavirus, when uh, bridal expos were still a thing in Abuja. It was the bride and baby's uh, wedding expo and, uh, you know, a couple of us, uh, you know, you just hook up before, you know, chat, um, exchange strategies and sales approaches and stuff like that. And um, my friend Manny of, uh, gosh, what's it called again? Well, his name is Manny. The business is uh, Sculptor. No, not Sculptors. Yes, yeah, Sculptors Events. Yeah, so Manny of Sculptors Events. Um, what they were going to do was going to come in with a discounting approach. And um, it seemed really aggressive uh, because they were going to offer... Um, depending on how much you could pay down. So if you pay down a certain amount, you would get this discount. Pay down a certain amount, you get this discount. And at one point, I think he even got close to half. And I figured, well, 
you know, they're wedding planners, so I guess maybe they only pay for people's time, so I guess they can discount aggressively. And I was interested in finding out how the whole experience went. And so after that, we compared some notes, and um, I was shocked. I mean, he got some people to make the, um, as much deposits as, uh, I think, 300, either 200 or 300K. Some people, um, several people made uh, deposits um, on the day. And so... Um, yeah, so for me, that was all the proof that I needed to be convinced that if you discount, that then you're going to get more inquiries and get more sales. Remember, in a nominal sense, because there are some of you that will say, and correctly so, that when you discount as much as, um, let's say, 60% or 70%, no, sorry, no, the other way around, if you discount as much as 40% or 30%, that you have gotten in a couple of sales, but your overall revenue has gone down. So let's say you're expecting 1M from the service, but you've given a 30% discount. You know, you actually, what you're getting is 700K. So some people say that in a sense, your sales haven't gone up. But remember, we're not going to pay attention to the um, the technicalities and the accounting in this case. So we're just asking the question, will discounting bring you more sales? And the answer is yes. And people do it in other um, businesses as well, not just in the wedding and the event space. But of course, eventually, we're going to have to reconcile with this uh, accounting magic because uh, the sales that we're going to get are going to be in the short term. Uh, that's because we bring some money into the door um, right now, but then our revenues overall um, will fall. But I guess the consolation is going to be that, well, we've gotten some people into the pipeline and we've established some relationships that we wouldn't have had um, before. So yes, there's some truth to that. Although there might be some people who say, well, yes, we've brought some people in, in through the door, but are they the kind of customers that we want over the long term? So let's say you're a wedding photographer and you're aiming for that 400K market, but you did discounting and you got in a few 150K people or maybe some 200 people. But, you know, if the long term goal is you're trying to hit that 400, 600, 700 market. You know, then of what help is it to you to bring 100, uh, 150 or 200K people in through the door? And that's something that we can uh, talk about on the future um, episode. But one question that I'd like to ask today is, what happens when you want to raise your prices back to their original place? And that does indeed become um, a problem. If you bring someone in at 150K or 200K and you wow them, uh, but then whatever it is that was worrying you at the time, you know, you've paid your bills, uh, maybe COVID has come and gone and you want to put your prices now back to 400, then um, what happens? Now, the truth is there's going to be some attrition because you can't take your... You can't take the discount off and then everything is just going to remain the same. Some people are going to um, drop off, particularly those people who uh, were only in it for the money. So, yes, there's going to be some um, drop off. And so if you uh, look at it in that sense, discounting might hurt you over the long term. Now, the reason why it might hurt you over the long term, apart from all these things that we have already discussed here, is also because discounting increases the amount of selling that you have to do, which is why we have to take into account the accounting magic that we spoke about in the beginning. Oh, I didn't get that. We have to take into account the accounting. Well, that's cool. So we have to take the accounting magic into account. So if your goal was to hit... Um, if your goal was to hit uh, 1M in revenue, I'm not good at math, so I'm just doing this 
rough. You math people will correct me eventually. So if the goal was to bring in um, 1M in revenues, but then you are discounting on average um, 30 uh, 30% on everything. Then the thing is, you might come in at uh, actually closer to 700k. Uh, that's just um, a rough estimation. So you might come in roughly at um, 700k. And the thing is, to get back to that 100m that you were planning for, so that you could uh, you can pay your staff. Let's say you're a decor person, and you have um, carpenters and set decorators and inventory that you have to hold and drivers and things like that. So, um, yeah, and you discounted up to 30%. You actually have to sell more than you would have done if you kept your prices high in the first place. Or rather, if you kept your prices at uh, the um, regular mark. And sometimes, well, like I said, I'm not a math person, but I was listening to one podcast where for that particular industry, um, a 10% discount on all their stuff. I can't remember what um, industry it was. It was just the mathematics of it that blew my mind. That if all the salespeople made a 10% discount on the products, they actually were going to be behind on um, their business goals by, I think, 33%. Or no, rather, that if they gave 10% discounts, they needed to sell 33% more so that they could get back to break even. So they actually... Um, there's actually some harmful stuff that goes on at the back end when you engage um, in uh, discounting. So, um, yeah, so these are the reasons why uh, sometimes discounting is not a good idea, even though when you discount, you're going to get more people in, tr- in through the door and get some customers that you might not have, um, might not have uh, gotten if your price was uh, the normal price. But, however, I have a question that I would like to pose to those of you in the community who are listening to the podcast right now. Why not bite the bullet and learn to sell on value instead of selling on price? The idea of selling on price is this whole discounted thing uh, that, you know, all my neighbors are charging 400k for wedding photography. So, if I come in at 350 I'll be able to get them in through the door. And yes, that's good. And in some businesses, I think particularly in the consumer goods space, you see how it leads to um, a race to the bottom where nobody wins. But he said, why not learn to sell on value instead? And that is at the heart of stuff that we talk about on on this podcast where I talk about um, qualifications, trying to get to the sense of what um, the bride and the groom or your potential client, if you're not in the wedding and the event space, to find what it is that they find valuable and um, build your uh, selling experience around um, that. And that gives you some leeway so you can um, maintain um, maintain your, your price and not having to resort to uh, discounting. Because also discounting has this um, side um, unintended effect of commoditizing you. So once you start discounting and the money comes to the fro- uh, to the forefront, then you're pretty much on the same value as um, uh, everybody else. So technically speaking, you might be a better wedding photographer, but the thing is you come down to uh, 300 or 350 instead of the 400 or 450 that you're looking at. And then you're essentially on par as all those other 300 people and 250 people that you know, you're technically better than or much more um, creative uh, than. So anyway, what's one way out of this scenario? There are multiple ways out of it, uh, apart from some of the things that I've spoken about here, which is learning how, how to sell on value. 
But one thing that we can learn from people um, in other industries is to uh, stop making unprincipled uh, concessions. Now, the idea behind unprincipled concessions um, is this. Somebody asks for a decrease in price and you say, okay, uh, no problem. Um, the person, you say 400, they say 350, you're desperate, so you say, okay, no problem. 350, sold. Now, in other um, industries, um, uh, like, uh, let's say like legal, for instance, it's something that people know in the, um, in the legal space, because my background um, was in law. So there's something that uh, people know in the legal space that you don't make on principal concessions. The whole idea is if somebody asks you for one thing, you ask for something else. So if they say, uh, you say 400 and then they say 350, even if you're going to say 350, then you ask for something else. And that's something that my, um, my video guy, Shagun, is very good at doing because he has rolled, um, expanded his services to include a photo booth, which are also uh, self um sell on his behalf uh, from time to time uh photo booth um lighting sound uh what else a couple of other things so it's something that he does a lot actually so if he says 400 and then the bride and the groom say 350 he will say okay no problem we'll do the 350 so long as you get the smoke machine and you get the photo booth and you get this as well you know some other stuff to um throw in so it makes it look more um value add sometimes he can make up his losses um uh, he can make up his losses that way. But the chief benefit of not making unprincipled concessions is that it stops people from asking that. Because eventually, the bride and the groom are going to realize that every single time I ask this guy for something, he makes, you know, he throws something else into the mix. And so they're going to stop being in that habit of making concessions. Because once we've trained our brides and our grooms or our prospective clients in whatever industry uh, that we're in, once we've trained them to understand that we're going to um, make unprincipled concessions, they'll keep asking. So today, you say 400, they say 350, you say okay. And then uh, tomorrow, they want something else, and then they ask, and then you say okay. And another thing, and then, and then you say okay. And then at the end of the day, they make the final transfer, and you have to do the job, and you're angry shooting that wedding, or you're angry planning that wedding, because you've ended up throwing lots of things in, um, in the mix that you wouldn't uh, normally do, more than you feel comfortable uh, doing. So when you start making unprincipled concessions, then uh, they get smart, and they stop asking. So um, if you give them a discount on price, then you have to secure something else in return. Like in my friend's case, Shagun, he always increases, uh, he always increases um, the order size. So, you know, you say 400 and they say 350 and he's like, okay, we can do 350. But you know what, instead of doing uh, 350 for one day, uh, why, not just, uh, why not just make it uh, two days? So ordinarily, you would have spent uh, 800K, but if you do it this way, now, you would have spent, now you're going to spend 700K uh, for two days. Or the other example that I gave where he would say, okay, yeah, sure, we'll do it for you for 350, but take the smoke machine as well, or take the uh, lighting as well, or take the truss. Is it truss? Now, these huge things where you get to put all the lights that uh, move around and flash around and stuff like that. So, yeah, so those um, are the things. So um, I hope we've been able to get some interesting nuggets from what we've uh, talked about today uh, concerning discounting. But I'm really hoping that what a lot of us are going to take away from today's discussion is that we should stop making unprincipled concessions. So they ask for something, you ask for something else. And also, let's realize that account, uh, discounting 
is probably not as good as it seems. So yes, we have more people in through the door, but overall, our revenue is increasing. We're not getting the quality of clients that we um, want to stick with um, in the long term. It also means that we have to... Um, we also have to sell more to make up the difference. And if you're in the habit of giving unprincipled concessions, you're going to be that wedding photographer. And believe me, I have been that guy who is there shooting the wedding and grumbling. In fact, Shogun and I have been in that situation where uh, we um, went ahead with the whole discount thing. And uh, lo and behold, the MC turns out to be uh, a superstar well, two MCs, actually. I won't say who the superstars were, but, you know, it turned out to be superstars and one on the street was, you know, they don't come cheap. So having both of them was, uh, I think, close to like 1.7 mil or something. I mean, that's what we were hearing for, that's what we heard, you know, for uh, both of them. And so, yeah, we were those uh, angry guys, you know, going around supervising our crews and everything. And like, ah, oh, look at these idiots, you know, they had us. But truth of the matter is, um, the clients are not idiots when things like that happen. You actually are the one who um, dropped the ball. So let's take the responsibility because we are the sales professional. Let's take the initiative and make sure that we sort ourselves right when it comes to dealing with our potential clients. So that's it pretty much for today. We've gone over the 15-minute mark and uh, I hope my neighbors fighting and uh, throwing off their wrapper, their wrappers was not too much of a distraction. I hope that audio didn't get in. I should get an audio engineer to start toning down all of these things. Anyway, so thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. I am your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you for your time and attention. Remember, if you like the podcast, tell people about it. Share. Um, and then, of course, yeah, give me some stars, if you please. Uh, I checked on iTunes, and uh, we only have two five-star uh, ratings. So if you're like uh, those people who believe that I deserve a five-star rating, then go ahead. Give me five stars. You don't have to say anything. If you do, that would be nice. If you have questions, comments, or queries, then you can use the feedback functions in Anchor. <coughs> excuse me, in Anchor and in Spotify. Spotify has the community feature. You hit the voice bubble. You'll be able to send me a message. If the question, query, or comment is particularly interesting, then I'll try and make it a part of the show. And you can do the same thing if you're using the Anchor app. I don't think. Um, Apple Podcast has rolled out that kind of um, feature yet. So, um, yeah, that's it. So, thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. So, you all have a wonderful day and um, enjoy the uh, midterm season if you happen to have kids um, like I do. So, good luck with uh, balancing the kids and balancing trying to drum up more business. So, uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys later.